0: is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network.
1: Podcasting to you from just next to the foggy forest in Meadowdale, Washington. I am one of your hosts, and I planned this podcast, although I must have subconsciously known that my Oklahoma Sooners would not be in the National Championship game during a National Championship game. My name is Tim Kilkenny.
0: And you may not remember me, but coming to you from Hood River, Oregon, from about 300 yards from where I used to be coming to you from, I'm Andrew Hoffman.
1: There you go. Welcome to the show, Mr. Andrew. I mean, I guess welcome to the show to me. It's been, I mean, this is unprecedented for a we, podcast to take a full year break. We did zero shows in 2017. Yeah, 2017 is like a non-existent. Like the last show we did was Christmas 2016. It's yeah. kind of crazy to think about. Uh, I thought about this for the last few days. You know, uh, I just thought, how do, how do we possibly do this show? And I thought, you know... Some people out there, believe it or not, actually probably do care what's going on with us. And then, of course, people do want to hear our thoughts on what's going on with the news. So, I mean, let's just catch everybody up. Andrew and I don't really talk to each other except for the show. So we've barely spoken to each other over this last year. Um, The great part about Andrew is we'll probably have a lot of the same thoughts on some stuff. But I'm sure we'll have different thoughts on other things. I'm excited to, to hear those things. But also, I'm kind of interested what's going on with the Hoffman House, so I'm thinking maybe you know we could do like a first 20, maybe even 30 minutes. Just ca- ah, we won't talk that long, but just kind of uh. ca- catch up with what what's going on with us, and then we'll do the last part of the show. We'll we'll get back into the our swing of things. Uh, even maybe just talk about the 2017 or kind. Of, I don't know. We'll just like you said right before we we uh, we jumped on here. Let's let's walk before we crawl. So, uh, yeah, probably before we walk, but yeah, I mean, yeah, let's just uh let's walk before we crawl too,
0: well, uh got the same two kids I had before, same two, no up, same two, no, but they're additions. more than a year older, uh-huh, yes, so and uh, as I mentioned in the opening, we moved uh-huh. about three hundred yards from our old place so
1: so same complex
0: um no it's it's uh rather than like a duplex style apartment we're in a a little very small three-bedroom house that has a backyard so nice so which you know as people in the northwest know that Means like you take your first paycheck of the month and send that in that's rent, and then you live on the next paycheck so
1: <laughs> and uh i have a sim I have similar news um I would like to declare september twenty seventeen as the pinnacle of the Seattle housing market ah yes, because yes. this would be the month that I purchased a home,
0: yeah. Congratulations.
1: Thank you, sir. I don't know if uh, we'll see. Should have bought Bitcoin. (laughs) Only time will tell. But uh, yeah, same thing. I'm a little small three bedroom home with a uh, with a backyard and a front yard. And it's uh, it's really great. How's the kid doing? And I still have the same number of children's (laughs) just the one. And he is doing wonderful. He is. uh, He's a He's quite the boy. You know, I'm interested to see the differences between boys and girls. And, you know, maybe I'll have more to kind of find that out. But my guy is, uh, he's quite the boy. Running around oh, and just uh, destroying all things.
0: Don't you know that there's no actual difference between boys and girls? <laughs> it's all just socialized into them. Yes, S- yes. Said, no parent ever.
1: <laughs> That's so true. This, my guy is running around like Punching stuff, throwing things, screaming. He's even done this new thing where it's not like a hit, but he'll kind of like swipe at your face. Like he, he used to just kind of point, and you know, I'd say nose, and he would point at my nose, and then he just started <laughs> doing this like swipe thing, just violent for no reason. I'm like, what are you doing? So he, I kept telling him to stop, and he wouldn't stop. So I started doing it back to him, which he thought was absolutely hilarious. So <laughs> I did that for exactly one day, and I came home one day, and my wife's like, what did you do? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? She goes, he's hitting me in the face. Oh no, <laughs> he wasn't really hitting her. But anyway, so uh, so anyway, he's he's good, and uh, th- things are things are good there. Um,
0: good.
1: Yeah, uh, same thing for owning a home in the Northwest. You just take your first paycheck and and mail it off, and then the rest you try to live on. So uh, yeah. I definitely understand that. So much to talk about. So many thoughts, man. So much you know to review. Um, gosh, what else has
0: happened? Well, the Seahawks have... Oh, geez, yeah. ...descended slowly into... Oh, well, in my opener, too. ...sadness. Yeah, I, you know, the... Which, by the way, you know what happened, right? The Seahawks? Yeah. Donald Trump won the election, and the Seahawks have not been the same
1: since. Oh, it's the Seattle situation, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard Sherman, you got all these all these Trump-hitting Seahawks, Pete Carroll, <laughs> all of them. They're just so sad about the election they have not recovered.
1: <laughs> there you go. I did want to make an admin note. I don't know how to respond to that. There's so many things to talk about. I'm not sure where you're going with this one. But I did want to make an admin note. So since we didn't do a show forever, one of our donors, are very, very generous donors, shut off their payments about april so you know a good four or five months into us not doing any shows at all at at which point i felt absolutely horrible and realized that we were still accumulating donations for having done no shows so somewhere in the april time frame april may maybe i i immediately started going and shutting everybody's donations off and then refunding money back I think up to two, three months, if I could. I went back as far as some of them would let me. So I just want to say right now, especially to that person, like, hey, (laughs) I did not uh, intend to continue to do no-shows and then also to take your money. So I do appreciate the donations. They'll be great. And, hey, we're going to be back on for – a little bit of time, I totally understand if you want to give us some time before ever thinking about donating again, but just as an admin note, I did that. That's how that went down. It wasn't just like, I'll just stop doing shows and have this wonderful money making scam. And then I'll be able to afford to buy a house in Seattle. No, that wasn't what happened.
0: No. In fact, we, um, there was no, there certainly wasn't a year plan break. It was like, Oh, we'll take a few weeks off. Yeah. Or, I don't even know if it was that. It was like, are we doing a show this week? No. Are we doing a show this week? No. I don't think we'll do a show next week either. Okay.
1: That's exactly what happened. I mean, there was no yeah. planned break. It just, it just happened. And uh, you know, kind of, it was a lot of it has to do with my spare time. I do the post show editing and uploading into the website and whatnot. And uh, just as an example, last year, 2016, my goal was to run 100 miles. And I ran like 300 miles. Right, wow. In 2017, my goal was to run 400 miles. I barely broke 100. And that's just mm-hmm. that just shows a little bit of my spare time amount and how much I had with work and the one year old and and other things. So uh, that was what happened there. It just, yeah, you're right. It was totally an organic thing that happened. And you know, we're, we're sorry. We're hey, we're, we're actually. I mean, we're. We're we're not sorry. I think I think it was a good break. It was good for
0: us to. Uh, it was Well, we're not sorry for us. We're sorry. If yeah, we're sorry people, to people, just... especially people that were, you know, supporting sure. the, the podcast. Sure, and...
1: sure, sure. Yep. 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 The, uh, the thing I'm actually sorry about is not getting a chance to talk to you, my buddy and uh, see what you think about some of this stuff. And so I'm excited to start doing that every now and then for a while it was like, Hey, you want to do a show? No. And Hey, you want to do a show? No. And then it was back and forth, back and forth. And then there was like a period of like three, four months silence. And then it was just Andrew like, Hey Tim, Tim, I'm <laughs> posting on Facebook. Right? Yes. Like a lot. So right. we got to start doing a show. And I'd be like, yeah, man, I'm really into it. Let's do it. And then like another month would go by and you'd be like, Tim, still over <laughs> here posting on the Facebook. It's time <laughs> to do a show. And uh, finally it just hit me. And hip. you
0: join, you rejoined Facebook. So this that is was another that,
1: that was another thing that happened. Yeah. I totally, uh, I, what did I, when was that? Gosh.
0: And happy birthday, Matt Schneider.
1: Happy birthday, Matt Schneider. We. It's a good note. Matt Schneider, it is his birthday today, and uh, he happened to uh, be on the day that we planned to have this show. And so we said, hey, we got a bur- perfect birthday present for you. We're back. Um, but-, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't remember. At some, some point in the year, I unlocked my already existent Facebook account. And I, ha- I had to, to look for somebody in particular, and the whole thing was just its really weird. All of a sudden, it just reappears exactly as it was left before. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to get into the political posts. I'm not going to get into the conspiracy posts. I'm literally going to use it for, like, talking to old Navy buddies and occasionally networking with a couple customers. So, yeah, you know, maybe, uh, maybe our, our good friend James Corbett's out there, you know, cursing my name and saying that I, I gave in to the monster. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when it was time to do a show, you know, when I knew. So James has been putting out nothing but amazing content for the last year, as per usual. Mm -hmm. The podcasts are fewer and fewer actual podcast shows that he does, but they're more and more amazing. So amazing job. Uh, No agenda has been doing amazing as well. I think a lot of our uh, listeners have gone on to no agenda because we mentioned it so many times and then we were gone. But the the minute I knew it was time to do a podcast when Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak go on and on about this rarely heard in air quotes, uh, what was it? A Norman Dodd interview about the foundations, like the most old conspiracy, like video on YouTube that everybody has watched where they talk about the different foundations, infiltrating, uh, you know, with education funds and everything else. James Corbett has done podcasts on it. You and I have referenced it. We may have played clips from that thing on our show. I should actually search through our archives and see. But when Adam Curry was saying that this was some, deep not heard about new door to open and like you won't hear this on any other podcast that was the moment some light went off in my head i was like okay okay (laughs) i can't take it anymore we got to do a show yeah so
0: that's all i got i mean pretty much same old same old for me so it's all i
1: got too I, you know i bought a house same kid things are good uh i will say this though before we jump back into stories if you don't mind entertaining me for just our not entertaining me but
0: uh humor me
1: thank you humor if you don't we're on fire right here (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna walk before we run like (laughs) we're gonna crawl before we walk um let's before we jump directly into a story and focus all of our sarcasm wit and uh cynical jokiness into one story let's kind of do a broad uh, overview how are we feeling what's idea. going on what are your thoughts i'm wanting to hear this for myself so i want to hear what andrew has to say uh about some you know certain things and we can just do topic by topic or whatever um i'll i'll throw one out there um russia hacked the election <laughs> okay um it's a joke, Obviously. right? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, it's a joke, yeah. right? It's it's, yeah. it's it's insane. And I think we talked about that on our very last show. It's crazy. Uh, it's amazing it got this much airtime. It's amazing that so many people still believe it's true. It's right? unbelievable.
0: There, there's still people that think that uh, Russia was in there, like, hacking vote totals. Yeah. Flipping votes to Trump. Or that, uh, you know, through their... Amazing use of Facebook, Facebook ads. ads. Yeah, some of them time traveling ahead of the, so the, the place the ad after the election to actually impact voters' minds before the election, and even putting those ads in different states other than swing states. Genius. Unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah. genius. I mean, you'd think if you had a billion dollars, you uh You know, imagine if Hillary was as much of a genius with her billion dollars as uh the Russians were with their hundred grand but you know and this election did break the string of whoever spends the most wins right sounds true true. I was sitting yeah i mean that's
1: that's very true. I was sitting in a room as one does in the Seattle area, full of liberals. <laughs> And uh, I thought, okay, so if I say Trump's not as bad as you say, I'm going to get killed. If I start going after individual things that he's done or has not done, I'm going to get killed. So I just figured, what is the most effective way to communicate how I really feel about what's going on to these people? And this is what I came up with, and I found it to be pretty effective. I said, you know, I don't consider myself a Democrat or a Republican. I don't particularly like Donald Trump. I don't think he's going to save us in any way shape or form. However, I am extremely disappointed in the Democratic Party that they can come up with nothing, not one original thought other than Trump is bad. Right. And they're about to, it? and they're about to run the Hillary corpse. For the, you know, fourth time or whatever <laughs> the heck. And they, and, oh, and no no, yeah, I mean, but literally they're going to have to like convince her not to, because that's right. the only one who has a chance. And there's no person in the party who's going to rise up. There seems to be no plans and how to come up with a new strategy. And I don't know if I found it to be pretty effective. And they said, well, the good thing is he won't get reelected. And I actually said, I said, oh, yes, he will. I said, oh, yeah. if he does, if if the Democratic Party does not get their craft together and figure something out, he will absolutely win next time. And the shocked looks on my, on the faces in the room. <gasps> are you serious? And I said, I looked at them all, and I just said, yes. We live in the middle of the most liberal area in the country. Right. You they are in a bubble. People will absolutely get reelected. He will yeah. absolutely
0: be reelected. So, if uh, all he has to do is build the wall, if he builds the wall. Second term guaranteed. You think so? Yep. Wow. Because then he's going to be able to say, even if it's like you know, halfway done or whatever, say, I kept all my promises. Wow. So yeah, and it, you know, I mean, it, the people that hate all those things, they didn't vote for him the first time. It's true. So, and I mean, the, the guy is. He's he's weird, man. He is. Is it a stable genius? A very stable <laughs> genius. <laughs> when he wrote that tweet, I
1: guess that was just a, oh, a few days ago, uh, and I guess we could read it. But uh, when he, when it, the way he wrote that, it's like bait. I mean, he's just baiting yes. people, and he's really he's he's really really messing with the media at this point. Oh yeah. Did today? I think he was supposed to. Uh, was it today or last week? He was supposed to. Announce his winners for the fake news awards for 2017. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's he really just does not care. He's trolling them. I mean right. it's, it's unbelievable. And Which, it, 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 go ahead.
0: So he, right? He is trolling them, um, and <laughs> like the the man understands social media. Yeah, he does. In, in an age and, where, and where... you notice that he doesn't talk the same way when he's like in the oval office as when he's on Twitter. Right. Right. It's not. Th- and the yeah, same, I, the same pretty, way most of my millennial slash mid millennial
1: or whatever we're supposed to be at this point. Friends are, you know, they are constantly making witty observations on Twitter, but never in, in person or in real life.
0: Yeah. He's, I mean, he's got the all caps going occasionally, you know, it's, uh, but so my overall take on it going way back to beginning of the primaries okay. what what did i say was my personal hope for america
1: the the worst person doesn't win hillary clinton
0: no there were two people i said no bush no clinton because right. that was supposed to be the that was the script right right oh jeb bush that you know, that member of the Bush-Clinton crime family against Hillary and, you know, New World Order wins. So Trump, uh, you know, by winning, broke that up, which I am forever grateful for. What I did not see coming and didn't, didn't even begin to hope for uh, was that the mainstream media the democratic party the establishment republican party would all emulate themselves on television every day on an ongoing basis <laughs> just set themselves on fire <laughs> destroying you know the the propaganda machine i think it's beyond repair it's it, it's it's crazy at this point you, to watch i mean you You've How? got a you've got a few million nut jobs that are believing every word, and they're you know they're dangerous in their own way. But I mean, I mean think about deep state used to be a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Now it's like debated. Oh well, what do you think? Should the deep state assassinate Trump? I think they have to. He's nuts. He's going to kill himself. They don't. You well, know. And, and the idea that. It's it's brought to the front.
1: This presidency has actually brought the idea not only of the deep state, but there there are warring factions within right. the government, is really opening a lot of people's minds. This latest news with uh, what is it, what is his actual name, Steve Bannon, coming out, and you know it was it was painfully obvious as they covered in the No Agenda show week after week after week, especially at the beginning of the presidency, that there was a serious
0: leaker within the uh, White oh, yeah. House. Somebody was leaking everything. It was, it was Priebus and Priebus' top person and, and Bannon. They were all leaking all of the, like, look, and taking stuff to the media. Look at how stupid he
1: is. Look at mm-hmm. what's happening here. Look at this conversation he had here. Can you believe he called Taiwan? You know, all of these things. And it, it was weird to realize, like, okay,
0: yeah the the this is, the whole surveillance state was exposed. I mean, oh, General Flynn said this on a phone call. Well, how do you know that?
1: Right. How? You know? and, and, but that that part, while it's out, it's still not questioned enough. It still hits the mainstream media, and people are like, "Oh yeah, they got General Flynn being recorded." Blah 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 blah. But they don't really stop to think like, why is General Flynn being recorded at this point? It, it it's it's crazy. It's uh, it's it's it's, it's, it's been hilarious yes so, i mean i have never lost so much hope right. in uh, the country in such a short amount of time however it has been absolutely
0: hilarious. oh yes, yeah. are you not I am, entertained
1: i am non-stop <laughs> laughing if oh if one more democrat gets thrown out for sexual harassment or trying to uh masturbate in front of women or whatever these idiots are all doing i am dying laughing over here. Oh, that's the they're all taking I, the moral high road for all Paul's, they yeah, yeah they're all taking the moral high road for all this time and they're all
0: crashing and burning And it is amazing yeah <laughs> no just, this is <laughs> trump is doing now there i did not have much hope and and it has not been uh I haven't been pleasantly surprised on the foreign policy front. Um, although I I will say you know uh Michael Savage after the you know the Tomahawk missiles to Syria right he called it a a military tweet you know like he warned him ahead of time get him out of there and blow up a bunch of stuff and the airports back open the next day you know Having done nothing, he blew up some, you know, put some old planes out there. We'll blow them up. And, uh, so I think, yeah, it was a military tweet. Um, uh, and there, I, I mean, there's been some good things, but on a foreign policy basis, the, he is, it's atrocious. He's no peacemaker. There's no. no, there's no Ron Paul. Okay. Uh, also economics. He, Trump is like the, uh, you know, just like every other politician that, Oh, I can fix it. I can make it better. Just vote for me. And which is totally bogus. Um, but the nice part is lots of people uh, call him an idiot and, and would think like, Oh, that's totally bogus. He's going to make it terrible. And then things have actually gotten better <laughs> kind of showing what it really shows is how irrelevant the president is. Um, other than, you know, like we're in the top end of a bubble blowing off. And I think, uh, you know, getting rid of some regulations was, there was some benefit there. Um, and it's interesting, actually, I I should have the clip of it, but uh, Trump actually said, you know, and uh, consumer, like people's confidence in the economy is up and he's like and that's that's so important that's like the main thing and it was i think that was kind of a a slip up and a a view into what he actually uh is thinking you know like it's not about like actual economic theory or things that are working or not working it's just about people's perception so if people think oh it's going up and up and up it's going to keep going up and up and up even though there's no you know, is Bitcoin really worth more than Walmart? Is that what, is is, it, is that the levels we're at now? Yeah, Bitcoin past Walmart. You could take if you owned all the Bitcoin in the world, you could buy Walmart outright. Wow, I, I
1: still <laughs> I still remember I was riding in a car with a buddy, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna build this computer, and I'm gonna be mining Bitcoin." And I was like, "Man, that's never gonna work." I like talked him out of it. I'm like, "This is gonna be a waste of time." Don't do that. <laughs> I remember what, what year? It's got to be like twenty, two thousand nine, 2010, somewhere in there. Yeah, when Bitcoin was
0: like a penny. Yeah, less than <laughs> less than a dollar. He's like, yeah, it's the future. Someone posted a, screenshots like a for private messages from this, uh, and it it was probably fake or whatever, but it it was funny it was from the same girl, right? Like, so the first one's like. A breakup message like, "I'm done with you. All you care about is your stupid Bitcoin." You know, it's back from several years ago, right? And then there's one from like two weeks, you know, like a couple months ago where it said, "Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> How's life?"
1: <laughs> 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 Been thinking about you. Been <laughs> I
0: mean, I mean, uh, All right, so which. By the way, this is, do you know my, uh, you obviously don't yet, but my get rich quick scheme, step one, put up a GoFundMe page. Okay. Step two, list all of my investment errors. (laughs) Phoenix real estate, 2006. $45 silver. <laughs> uh you know s- selling out of the stock market long ago not not buying back in and then just saying all right people either either you put some money in here or i'm buying bitcoin and bursting the whole cryptocurrency <laughs> bubble
1: yeah, i thought you were going to go for $1200 uh, gold as well
0: uh Oh yeah, I, I definitely bought gold at twelve hundred.
1: Yeah. So. Well like I said, I just announced the top the, the top of the peak of the Seattle housing market. Yeah. It's Well I don't know
0: if you have the magic touch. <laughs> so. We'll see if I
1: got that that Hoffman otherwise <laughs> otherwise known as Midas Touch.
0: Yeah, the opposite whatever the opposite of a Midas touch would be.
1: It was a scary moment that we were in escrow about to take possession of our house and the story broke that Bezos is interested in finding a second headquarters for his company. Right. I was yep. like, oh my goodness.
0: So <laughs> <clears throat> Which uh did they decide? I know Detroit was up there.
1: No, I think it was a long running thing. It was it's gonna it's like over the next three years or whatever.
0: Okay, I think they've got proposals from hundreds of cities at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think
1: it's going to be like Fort Worth, Austin, Detroit, or uh, another Seattle or Tacoma area one. Portland would be good, but Portland's port, not, not Por- so good. Portland,
0: Portland makes no sense, though. I mean, yeah, uh, to diversify. Because, like, why, well, yeah, why would you put yeah. it in Portland when you're already in Seattle? Yeah.
1: The Tacoma one only made some slight sense Because you could always be within an hour's drive Of everybody But I think it's going to have to be It's going to be middle of the country somewhere Anywho um, Yeah, so That was our big thoughts on Trump Other things, uh, we already touched on a little bit Hollywood, apparently full of uh, Horrible people I'm
0: I'm shocked Shocked, yes (laughs) Imagine my shock! Imagine as my Paul surprise. Joseph Watson would say, "Yeah, uh, yeah, um, shouldn't have been that surprising." Although some of it was, you know, because I think everyone knew the producers. You know, get a sleep with the actresses. Right. That is isn't casting couch was a real pretty thing. pretty much every country, yeah. Right, but the just. Kind of deviant stuff where it's like, why, what makes you, you know, why is depraved that at, you want to do? <laughs> As a middle aged, overweight man, what <laughs> makes you think, oh, I know, sh- that young actress really wants to see me take a shower. <laughs> yep. This is my ticket. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It just, you know, it. That's what it is. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah,
1: that's a valid point. You know, who doesn't get any traction still? Corey
0: uh, Feldman. He's still out uh, there screaming about pedophilia. Yeah, and saying he, the same thing he's been saying for 15 years, and they they found a recording of him saying the exact same thing to the police. Right. You know. but
1: That story never seems to get as much
0: traction. No. No, not yet. Well, uh, until it can be used to attack Trump, don't expect don't expect anything from it. So. Is, I mean, if, if and the guy, I'm not saying he's great.
1: I'm not saying he's moral. I'm not saying he's awesome. But if there was something Harvey Weinstein-like anywhere in Trump's past, we'd have already heard about it by now, right? right? I'm like, everybody yeah, would. Yeah, have...
0: there's the, I mean, there's the Gloria Allred, Stuff you know, like oh, he kissed yes. me without permission, which yes. is like It's it's, I, and that, that's another thing that's come out of this because everyone's like, uh, you know, wants to me too, right? You know, right? It's like oh, someone catcalled me or someone like he, uh, he came on to me in an elevator. Like, okay, people, that's not the same thing as. <laughs> You know uh, <laughs> men are not um, psychic to know whether or not a woman is attracted to, to them so some some aspect of like I'm trying to get you interested in me, you may or may not be, and that's kind of part of the whole human mating ritual that's been going on for thousands of years there, so
1: not even limited to humans
0: yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> well the the verbal portion should be so
1: sure sure
0: but uh yeah- Agre-
1: agreed it's a uh, it's a wacky and weird time for for that sort of thing
0: and so, so one thing um, you know i I hesitate to hope for it, but if Hillary Clinton actually went to jail. I would not only vote for Trump for a second term, I'd I'd put him number one president in U.S. His, history. <laughs> like it, if Hillary Clinton actually goes to jail, that would be that would be great. I think there's like zero percent.
1: Yeah, I mean, even maybe one percent came to that place. I think he'd pardon her.
0: No, he eh, maybe let her sit in there a year. So
1: hey, let's revisit your original thesis, which was incorrect, but you were so good to uh, keep to stay with it. And it was better than my non-thesis whatsoever or prediction. But you you originally thought Trump was a tool of the Clintons to uh, be the Oh yeah. idiot that ran against them that they could uh, she
0: could the one guy she could beat. Right. Right. Which you, I how do you feel about was, that looking back? No. I so I think, I think he double-crossed them.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of... I've thought the same thing. Not necessarily even in my conscious mind, but just like... Like, like they Andrew might have been right. You know, this could have just... He just could have been like, you know what? <laughs>
0: you know, uh, They thought... Yeah, that he would... They had dirt on it. Maybe they knew the Access Hollywood thing. You know, because she really genuinely thinks that it wasn't that time the really... access Hollywood tape should have ended the election. You know, right. And wasn't that timed like perfectly. There was something that happened. Oh, well, it was right before. So it was right before a big debate. Um, and, but it, it went, it was supposed to be the same day as the debate. And then it was like people knew about it and word was getting out. And so they just went ahead and released it a couple days early. And then uh, WikiLeaks released a bunch of, you know, John Podesta emails the next day.
1: And, and speaking of the Me Too movement, a lot of people referencing the Me Too as in you can grab them by the you know what tape, mm-hmm. the, the Access Hollywood tape, as you just so eloquently put it. Um When I'm not trying to excuse those things, or that sort of talk in any way. But it's not the same. (laughs) Right. Some guy talking to another guy about what he did, albeit colorful Uh, and a little bit... uh, A a tone I would be mortified to have take place with any of my friends or people around me. However, having been in locker rooms and country clubs and football games and everything else. It is the type of thing that does happen and take place. I don't think that's what the me too movement really wants to claim right. as their example well, uh, of he's leading the country in the wrong direction. Uh, and that's how all this stuff's coming out when it's kind of hilariously the opposite. Uh, this stuff was all happening for years, regardless of the president and underneath several democratic
0: ones. Yeah. I mean, it's well, not the president. You've got all the stuff on Obama. Way. Yeah. <laughs> the quote, scandal-free presidency, cuz we say so. Oh, it was a scandal-free presidency. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that like started more wars than any other president. I mean, do you remember how it was when we first started the show? We were invading country after country. We didn't know what was next. They put, yeah. basically they've got a, a a black face in office and then began to invade, invade Africa. North Africa. I mean, it was yeah and but that's looked at as positively now now because oh i'm going to miss i'm going to miss having a cool president i'm going to miss the days of, and it's funny it's like the exact same thing reversed this time around when barack <laughs> obama very first got elected i was extremely disappointed in the republican party and the way that they reacted and it's the same thing now when when trump gets elected i'm extremely disappointed in the democrat party it's just it's 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 the left right paradigm and it
0: seems to be working
1: this right. time, this
0: time though, <laughs> we've really and, and you know the, what the thing is. I thought at least we would get the anti-war left back, and there's no, you know,
1: no, they're fine like
0: with it. there's like still t- you know twenty people out there somewhere. But as from a media perspective, oh no, that's the only thing Trump can do right is when he launches some missiles or, or goes after ISIS. Yeah, drops the. Mother of all bombs. Well, that should know.
1: tell you what the people who are against him, in you know, are all about, right? That should tell you yeah. when the deep state actually agrees with what's going on. That tells you what what they want, right? And I think I uh, I even had a. Uh...
0: And they're they're trying to funnel him into feeling like the only way to, you know. Yeah that they'll oh you know just do what we want and you'll we'll lay off you which is obviously not true you know I, I think they uh they can't kill him with the economy doing well and i think i think trump knows that and that's why he's you know got the plunge protection team in there pushing the thing up every day making sure if it's Stock market's down a few hundred points. It shoots up suddenly with like a half hour left in the day. So it only loses a few points, you know? Um, I think he knows that it's it's all tied to him, but I think it is kind of nice to have a president who uh, would like the country to do well, as opposed to trying to get us into a one world uh, global government, you know, make everyone China, basically. So, which is what we've been going through for the last 20 years.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should move into, uh, you want to move into stories or do you have any broad topics? Yeah, we got to talk
0: because one of the, uh, basic tenets of our show is that, uh, John McCain and Lindsey Graham are the worst (laughs) of the worst, right? Like, (laughs) Pure New World Order. That's what John McCain is the maverick in that he not only embraces the New World Order of the Republican side, he embraces the New World Order of the Democratic side, too. Uh, And that has been proven out, you know, in spades. So I thought this article was interesting. Um, And it is uh, from back in June. But since, you know, we haven't had a show, I can still talk about it. Um former Clinton Foundation donors flocking to the McCain Institute. Uh with the Clinton Foundation. The, the new standing, pay for play. Yes. Standing at the heart of the many scandals that now this is pre- Um I believe this was before McCain's health issues. Right. Um With the Clinton Foundation standing at the very heart of the many scandals that dogged Hillary Clinton's failed 2016 presidential campaign, what? No, it was all Russia. Uh, It was no small wonder that donations to her family's controversial charity began to dry up soon after her loss last November. Just weeks after the election, donations to the foundation from foreign governments plummeted, some as much as 87%, while donations from the corporate sector dropped by 37%. While this was clearly devastating news for the Clintons, essentially signaling a drastic decline in their political clout, it has now become clear that the foundation of another former U.S. presidential candidate has gained the favor of many of the Clinton Foundation's former donors. Republican Senator John McCain, current chairman of the Senate's Armed Services Committee, has seen donations to the McCain Institute surge, particularly donations from ostensibly liberal donors such as George Soros and other longtime Clinton backers. The McCain Institute is meant to serve as the senator's legacy upon his eventual retirement and claims to be dedicated to advancing human rights, dignity, democracy, and freedom. Or, if you'd like the actual version, dedicated to war, war, and more war. That would be a little more accurate. Uh, like the Clinton Foundation, the McCain Institute is a tax exempt nonprofit foundation with approximately $8.1 million in assets. However, the McCain Institute's donor list has raised eyebrows among conservative groups due to its uncanny similarity to that of the Clinton Foundation. Among its donors are the neoliberal billionaire and activist George Soros, Evelyn and Linda de-, de Rothschild, and the for profit company Taneo. Taneo is co founded by Doug Band. A longtime associate of the Clinton family and counselor to former President Bill Clinton, as well as instrumental force in the creation of the Clinton Global Initiative. In addition to, the, to these individuals, many of the same foreign governments that were known to donate massive sums, the Clintons have also bestowed their favor on the McCain Institute. Institute. For instance, Saudi Arabia, a nation that funded 20% of Clinton's failed 20% of Clinton's failed 2016 presidential campaign made a $1 million donation to the McCain Institute, a donation that both the foundation and the Senator himself have refused to explain. Um, so let's see. So you do have the whole, well, that's enough with, with this one. Uh, you know, you've got the Clinton foundation stuff, the uranium one deal. Um, you know, to make the case that the Clinton Foundation is was not a pay for play deal, how do you explain donations drying up when she didn't get elected? I don't know that anybody likes her. I mean, there are
1: your few people that, as uh, John C. Dvorak is cl- called the, <laughs> started calling the pantsuit, pant su- yeah, the pant yep. suit brigade. But I run in, uh, like I said, a pretty liberal land up here, and uh, not a lot, not a lot of fans. A lot of
0: bernie fans a lot of bernie fans up here a lot of trump haters oh my goodness hardcore <laughs> trump haters but well i i do think there wasn't still an election and that was the democratic primary yep but nobody wants to talk about that one i mean the fact that at least i mean we we are obviously on the west coast but Bernie, there's no way Bernie did not win Washington, Washington. Oregon, and California. No.
1: No way. I I don't know about California personally. You're saying Oregon and Portland and uh, Seattle are so closely linked in their uh, demographic. I 100% i am with you. Um, And there has to be some other places around the country where that was the same. Right. Uh, Austin, maybe even New York. It's unbelievable. It's... I'm not saying Bernie would have been good. Obviously, you're not saying that either. But that's the Democrat. Right. The Democratic Party literally put her forward as the only chance when they were squashing an organic movement.
0: And, right, and, and nothing. They, they this had, is not a conspiracy had, theory, Andrew. They had Obama t- Part Two.
1: You and you and I are not talking about a conspiracy theory. If someone wants to talk about this in a real way and is, and is ready to look at facts, how many stories can we come up with? They're talking about leaked Democratic Party and Democratic National Convention emails that come out that say exactly this. They yeah. literally were telling news outlets if it doesn't have to do with Hillary, don't use it. Let's cut mm-hmm. down on the bill on the the uh, the Bernie talk.
0: Let's. It, it wasn't just Trump getting big crowds. No. Bernie was getting huge crowds. Huge.
1: The biggest crowds in the Seattle area were for Bernie. And yeah. and they were literally telling the news not to talk about him. There was memos going out from the Clinton aides who were saying, Let's, you know, kind of focus on our front runner who is and the Democratic Party, I mean, they really shot themselves in the foot. Because I think Bernie Well I don't know well, if, well, I don't so know, the, if, know if he'll win, he'll do much better in a race against Trump than she would. Uh yeah. And that was remember that article we I read? I think he would have won. You think you would have won? Totally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you Remember the article yeah. that we read that you were really shocked? You, you were like, you know what? I just hadn't thought of this yet, but this makes perfect sense. Basically, that the Democratic middle fingers to the establishment candidate was Bernie Sanders, and the Republican middle fingers to the establishment candidate was Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And it, and I now, think that bears out to be Donald, very true.
0: Donald Trump is the... Uh, he's let's you know we'll use a different uh, analogy it's the the stick of dynamite you know instead of throwing actual bombs people threw donald trump in there and it's it it is it's the uh you know it's the we don't believe what you're selling us anymore and I don't think, I think a lot for, there are like hardcore Trump people that it's the same way the Obama people were with Obama. Oh, he can do no wrong. He's so great, yada, yada. But there's a lot of people that are like, uh, I really don't like Donald Trump, but man, he's hated by all the right people. That, and you know what?
1: That <laughs> the, I find myself falling into that category. Yeah. I don't like Donald Trump, but man, the people that hate him. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like the ones. He's hated by all the right people is a great way to put it.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's where our our politics is at this point. But the um I think the the Russia deal Ugh. These idiots, this, these idiots in this country are so stupid. It's so I, frustrating think, to watch. I think it, it uh, you know, it's not like Trump made up the story that it's uh, just an excuse by the Democrats why they lost the election. Like, that's in the book about, uh, you know, election night and Podesta talking through, like, okay, what do we do now? How do we rescue this thing? And let's go with the Russians.
1: They're still all in on the Russia thing. They're still coming out with secret documents on Uba Abedin's laptop. They're yeah. still coming out with those. But yet he's... You know, it was all the Russians that threw the election. <laughs> I just, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be calling the American people idiots. It's not the not the tone of our show that we want to take. But it's really frustrating to watch people couldn't like work themselves up. People's, I'm worried for people's health. Also, oh, these you know, anti-Trump people are losing their minds. Yeah. So uh, they can't think clearly. They believe the TV. Why would you believe a TV at the time like this? Why? But they still do. It's unbelievable. It's sometimes funny, but really sad.
0: There, um, uh, I don't think I've ever actually mentioned the company I work for, right?
1: On the show? No, I don't
0: think you have. Okay, good. Uh, so, company Holiday Party. Okay. Oh, good, 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 good. We we could call it a Christmas party again now, people. But um, so uh, the uh, boss's wife gets up to give a speech and a little, little tipsy. Mm -hmm. And she goes into how it's been a terrible year, but she's so proud of her husband and fighting through everything. And so there were people whose reactions were like, are we going under? Like, is the company over? And, um, our, our boss, and the whole time I was listening to it, I'm like, she's talking about Trump. (laughs) Yeah. This is what she's talking about. (laughs) Like for the, there's no other reason. It's just because of Trump. Like that's She doesn't want to say it, you know? Um, and our our boss sent out an email a couple of days later, like, hey, you know, I've got some feedback that people are concerned about that. And to be honest, I don't know what she's talking about either. Like, we're doing fine, it was a good year, yada yada. Uh, but I know what she's talking about. She's talking about Trump. Like have, it was a it was a rough year. That's it. I had I, I do feel bad for, for people in in that sense. And I think um, you know, I've certainly felt the I don't needle people about it because people are, they're, they're freaked out. Like it's the only thing I'll, I'll do is like, um, okay. Net neutrality, right? I get oh, geez, hassled get before I, you, got hassled. Before we get off,
1: off of the subject, I have to, I, I have a first birthday card, a happy birthday to my, my wonderful son birthday card. Okay. I send, I save these cards yeah I'm sentimental that way. It literally says in the birthday card, <laughs> your dad was and says some great things about me your mom was and some great things about his mom and your country was and it goes on to talk about how horrible the country was <laughs> and how confused all the people were about their leadership oh, and it man. was it was read out loud and then the, the person like looks at me. Or no, I, I hands it to me and then looks at me and bats her eyes and smiles. And I'm just like, thank you. People, thank you for this touching thing. Cause I really feel like she poured her heart out and she said some great stuff and wished my right. son a happy year. And just, you know, basically, the, basically was just trying to tell him in the future, this is what it was like the first year you're broke, but still meant to slide in the first birthday card. The Trump sucks.
0: Just, right. just the, the, slid the, the, it in there. The Trump, hit the Trump, hate. uh, is, it's omnipresent, like everything, um, well, I'll I'll save that for my, I, I've got an idea for words of wisdom tonight, so. Oh, that's
1: right, I forgot about words
0: of wisdom, we gotta, we gotta, uh, wrap it up here pretty soon, we made it through one whole story, you got a story you wanna do?
1: I don't even know, is there any good stories in here? Uh, turns out that the former head of... Seattle the Seattle mayor had to resign after the fifth child sex abuse allegation came out and uh, the Oregon Department of Health Services had to open up an investigation Uh, within a day or two he had to uh, he had to resign Um, so that's one thing the uh, the title pretty much says it all This is just a tie-in to, like, back during our first year of episodes and shows, but migrants from West Africa are being sold into slave markets, which is something that we predicted and saw and we're talking about, gosh, way back when this podcast originally started the first time. Mm -hmm. Not this second reboot (laughs) uh, or this reboot. Um, Samsung – oh, this is a good one, and we should probably talk about this just a little bit, even if it's just a five-minute conversation – Samsung warns customers not to discuss personal information in front of smart TVs.
0: Oh, yeah. The Why, the yeah.
1: internal technology <laughs> of the home is ubiquitous. So I am uh, 37 years old, born in 1980, one of the kids who grew up not using the Internet, and then quickly in my adolescence got onto the Internet and then social media when I was in my 20s. So. That places me, it's probably very similar to many of our listeners. Oregon Trail Generation. The Oregon Trail Generation, just like that story said. Absolutely. Um, I find myself in a weird spot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I now own a home, right? So what's crazy is there is no shortage of devices to monitor every aspect of my house That you have to pay for. Hold on. That (laughs) most of my friends are
0: getting. Yeah.
1: I'm dead serious. There's a a doorbell with a camera that monitors your front yard. I received that one as a gift. There is a listening device that goes in your house that was another one I received as a gift, Amazon Alexa. We probably didn't even talk about that because I received it last Christmas. (laughs) I had it in my house for one month mainly it was used for my wife, who at that point was very new mother, would say, Alexa, send diapers. <laughs> yeah. And diapers would literally show up at her door the following day because we live in Seattle. And it yeah. was amazing for that. However, said young mother falls asleep on the couch one night and wakes up from a dead sleep with the entire room lit up because the light with the listening microphone was on and it lit the whole room up about three <laughs> thirty in the morning and it freaked her out that was the last wow. time that was in our house right out the right out the door shortly after that there is devices to put cctv in your home so that it can you know you could hey you could see what your dog's doing hey in on the nanny hey say if someone's breaking into your house and all of these things are connected through wi-fi to the internet and my favorite one of all I have. I bought an older house. This house was built in 1964, something like this. So there's things that need to be done. One of the things that needs to be updated is the thermostat. So I go online to look at thermostats. If You don't know if you don't look at these sort of things, Andrew, but did you know that most of the cool thermostats these days, the advanced ones, are all connected to wi-fi and not only are they connected to wi-fi they have sensors that monitor each section of the house to see if there's anyone in there and if there is not it will shut down the heat and not heat the house because there's no one in the home oh yeah it's crazy nothing ever goes wrong with that well (laughs) <laughs> i 'm almost to the point where it you know i 'll get one of those not connected to the internet and not by the one that Google owns right. <laughs> just yeah. to save myself the the trouble but I mean home monitoring devices are i mean it 's weird people and, and it 's funny because my wife is into it too like it 's not she 's not a conspiracy you know type of, type of gal, but like every time one of these devices shows up or we have the opportunity to do it, we both just kind of look at each other like. Really? Is that what we want? Do we want... I mean, I'd love to be able to, you know, see... I mean, what's Cadence doing? Is she chewing up... I mean, we're not going to be able to do anything from work if she's chewing up my
0: garden. (laughs) Since since (laughs) when were these things the problems in our lives? Like, how many times do you say, man, that thermostat is really tough to deal with. Someone needs to fix that. Or ordering items from Amazon is so hard. Someone (laughs) needs to make that easy. The... The the first
1: one, the thermostat, I will give. I'll, I'll be play devil's advocate and say if it could actually monitor when you're home and when you're not, it could cut your bill pretty far, but. You set up, you know, my, you can just get a digital thermostat and set it. yeah, set a get schedule, a just timer. Just, yeah. just get a digital thermostat and set a schedule, or just turn it off when you walk out the door and make it a habit. I totally understand what you're saying, but it's all in the effort of convenience, and it's 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 strange. Like I honestly don't think that these all of these tools are being utilized. I don't think that, and the NSA is going to monitor my doorbell
0: camera, you know, when I install oh. it, but. It's, no, it's putting it's infrastructure. This is the infrastructure we build. Yes. You know. We don't build roads and bridges anymore. We just build surveillance infrastructure. We're we're building the prison. So
1: <sighs> it's one of the it's probably the most profound thing you've said in this podcast and also the most depressing my house is a little house built in 1964 right on the edge of a you know this foggy forest as i said in the uh, in the intro and it just creeps me out to think that i'm going to install cameras all around it so that someone can look in on this tiny little home and see my one year old watering waddling around mm-hmm. it just i'm not i'm not into it and no. and it's got to the point where i'm like okay you know, I'd like a nice thermostat, but apparently it has to be connected to the to the Wi-Fi, and I'm, I'm just not into that. Yep. So anyway, that was the, you know, buying a house was a, a big eye-opener. So anyway, Samsung says, uh, hey, don't uh, talk in front of our stuff.
0: Well, don't sue us after you talked in front of our stuff, because we told you not to talk in, about sensitive things in front of our stuff. Right. That's what that's, yeah
1: um i think we talked about this at least uh a brief the last podcast episode which gosh is there anybody that even listened to the last i mean maybe we'll have new listeners maybe we'll have no listeners at
0: all but no with, no people because you know it's like it's we've received a lot they just haven't they just haven't gotten a new podcast in forever
1: it's, yeah
0: yeah. You know, yeah yeah it's not like this you you don't usually at least in itunes you don't Stop downloading it just doesn 't download if yeah, but I of delete one. it out
1: of the podcast app eventually if nothing happens. so oh really?
0: Oh I, wow, I do on my own, so maybe we'll i 'm no still one. waiting for the next Chris White podcast personally. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this cover
1: clamp. <laughs> oh, Secret Service is dealing with over twelve thousand tweets calling for trump 's assassination, something I think we touched on last time, but it 's quite unbelievable to believe now. Are unbelievable to behold after the Barack Obama presidency when everybody would flip out at the idea of you even saying a black person should not be president, which is a horrible thing to say, but like they call the Secret Service on you and everything else. Now people are just openly
0: saying, let's kill him. (laughs) Right. I just saw something uh, on Facebook today where someone had like screenshotted of them submitting a complaint about someone saying, that uh you know President Trump needed to be killed, and uh facebook's replying back like no, we don't find that that violates our terms of service, <laughs> and theres a you know much milder comment in the other political direction that was that get, had gotten them banned, so wow. there you go
1: wow, um vaccinated versus unvaccinated, who gets sicker wow uh, it's been an interesting year for me on that front uh you know, I do want to say one thing you've been quite public about your choices and everything. And I don't know how public I'm going to be with mine, but I say you do, it's a choice you have to make between you and your family. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's the only way to put it. And the best way I could say is, you know, let's not have the government (laughs) involved at all, you know? And if it's between, it's between me and my wife, that's really it. And the rest is, uh, I just don't know why the government would play any role, and we both happen to be blessed enough to live in states where that's kind of still the norm. Uh, the government can't really play a role in telling you what to do and not to do. Uh, but man, just by doing, you know, what's not the norm in that regard, right. uh, it, it may, they make it hard. Like it, I could totally see why people would just go with it because right. it's, it's easier. Uh, not doing it
0: in a lot of ways is very very hard (laughs) we had a a doctor after giving us the the guilt trip on it Mm -hmm. um then saying well we've got i i don't even think i've mentioned anything like about like would like to see some comparisons of vaccinated versus unvaccinated health outcomes and things like that i didn't even mention that he's like well we got quite a little experiment going on in Oregon right now because about 30% of people aren't vaccinated. And so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. And I got the same thing. I got something very similar. Like it was another guilt trip. Uh, we no longer see this doctor, but another guilt trip. kind of side comment. Um, you know, we're gonna have to start learning what polio looks like again because of all the people who are not doing it. You know, we're going to start, we're going to start to see people in iron lungs. So, uh, yeah, and and
0: again, which you know, which is ridiculous because they don't even give out the polio vaccine anymore.
1: But whatever. I give you so much credit for being so vocal as you have. Uh, I don't. I don't think I realized how controversial it really is until I had my own, you know, child and and really uh, experienced it. You know, and yeah. it's and it's like I said, it's you gotta you gotta figure out. You know, between you and your family. I mean, that's who's choosing. You know, pray about it talk to the Mm -hmm. talk to your wife and talk to your husband and and then make decision based on that um that's that's all i can even really say about it that's kind of kind of what i've learned in this year um this is a uh, uplifting news i think black voters aren't turning out for post democratic or post obama democratic party that's all the way from back in may but it basically just talked about how the democrats are no longer voting or excuse me the uh, African American population is no longer voting Democrat just because. Right. And that's become a kind of a welcome change over the last year, I think, as well.
0: You know, they should just replace the Democratic Party with the Whig Party or? No, like a, you know, Black Power Party or something. And, you know, because right now, Republicans aren't going to do anything. Because they're not getting any votes, right? Right. And Democrats aren't going to do anything to help Black people out because they've already got all the votes. So who cares? But do you think Hillary Clinton would really be working hard for African Americans? No. And I think they, you know, they knew that she's got some those quotes from back when Clint, her husband,
1: was in office that do not hold up well over time.
0: No. Well, yeah. Should we? Should we wrap it up? Um, our very stable genius
1: we already talked about, classified <laughs> Huma Abedin uh, emails are found on Anthony Weiner's laptop. That one is not from May. That one is from a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the State Department just released the infamous batch of work-related emails from the account of Hillary Clinton, top aide, Huma Abedin that were discovered by the FBI on a laptop belonging to Abedin's estranged husband and convicted pedophile Anthony Weiner near the end of the 2016 presidential election. Unbelievable. Uh, you want to at least touch on your um, Washington Post story? There's still little evidence that Russia's 2016 <laughs> social media efforts did much of anything.
0: That, that goes into the fact that... Um most of the $100,000 was spent after the election, and most was also spent in non-swing states. And most was not really uh, like pro-Trump, but whatever. More just anti-Hillary. Uh, not even really anti-Hillary, just kind of like uh, stirring up stuff.
1: Hmm.
0: Just trying to get people fighting with each other. So
1: Well... Mission accomplished.
0: <laughs> Mission accomplished. I think, I
1: think pretty much anything will get people fighting with each other now. Yeah. So, uh, before we get to Andrew Hoffman's word to wisdom, the thing that everybody's been waiting for, uh, I'm glad to be back on
0: the show with you, buddy. Happy to yeah, hear you. Yeah. You know, I was getting uh, desperate enough to actually just want to talk on Skype even without recording it. So oh. <laughs>
1: Brings a tear to my eye. He actually was, he was ready to actually pick up a phone, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the, the Hoff doesn't love the phone too much, so almost.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, uh, twenty seventeen right. is in the books. Uh, one thing I will say about twenty seventeen is, I bet if you look back, what happened with your family, what happened with your world, and I don't mean just you, Andrew, but the whole listening audience, right. not much changed. It really <laughs> wasn't that horrible. We don't need to write in our one-year-old's cards about how horrible it was. Yes. It pretty much is very the same. Yep. Set a reminder to remind me in four years how nothing has changed. Yep. <laughs> um But, yeah, I'm glad to be back, glad to be talking to all of you. Hopefully some of you stayed with us. Without further ado, Mr. Hoffman.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'll start out with a jockey Lule quote. Um. And this is from, I believe it's from his technological society book. Um, and the, when he says technique, what he's talking about is kind of like the um, everything being perfected, made more efficient, uh, but kind of with a weaponized take on it, because. He's writing in French. Not everything translates perfectly to English, but anyway, uh, technique has taken over the whole of civilization. Death, procreation, birth—all submit to technical efficiency and systemization. So, a takeoff of that—if if he were still alive today, I would say politics has taken over the whole civilization. You know, whether it's. What your example, of the one-year-old birthday cards are just every, you know, sports, football was like our oh, escape. Gosh. And now, you know, first it was it was war propaganda. Now it's like, like, uh, no, we, don't get us wrong. We love the wars. We love the military. But we're protesting the police, you know, and back and forth on that. So it's the everything is politics. Everything is Trump. And so just pointing out that uh along the same lines that you're saying maybe we should make efforts to uh keep all that at, at arms length and focus on things that actually actually matter to you.
1: Absolutely. Like your 1-year-old son or your beautiful wife or your you know uh 2 3-year-old 3-year-old you know, daughter, 4-year-old daughter. I got a f- Four-year-old and a one-year-old. Four-year-old and a one-year-old daughter. Yeah. Those
0: things are the important things, right? And you know, uh, pe- people. Yeah. People, not like re- real people, not uh, no, politician what people. What about Facebook people? <laughs> well, it may be real Facebook people. Okay. <laughs> people that you see on a regular basis. Yeah. So we will. Um, we will do our best. That if you take the time to listen to the podcast, that you come out of it uh, not as freaked out as you went into it. Absolutely. That's our whole point. That is really
1: our point. Uh, sarcasm, pointing to Jesus, and reminding everybody it's not as bad as the media tells them. Um, yeah. With that, I want to thank everybody. Especially, I want to send out just a special thank you to all the people who asked. Is the show coming back? And encouraged us to come back. There's got to be 20 or 30 of them throughout the year that came out and just say, hey, man, we, we miss you. So thank you to all those people. You are the reason we're back. Had I not received all those notes and my good friend Andrew telling me I continue to post on Facebook, I need to stop. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we probably wouldn't be back. But uh, now we are, and I'm happy
0: to be here. And uh, and we will try to do another show before a whole year is up. <laughs> <laughs> like Under it. promise, over delivered. Oh, that's right. Revelations Radio News. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at Network.com And thank you for your support of this podcast.